You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. I'm so annoyed. I was listening to my podcast on the way to my lash appointment and I got all the way to um, Monday and I remember that day Brett like called me so I stopped recording and then I picked it back up and then when I saved it I forgot to save the first part so I put me in an instant bad mood because I pick up and like it goes Monday and then I start it's like I'm in the middle of a sentence I'm talking about the ultimatum only you don't know that because I forgot to paste the first part. And I feel like that's the first time I've made like a huge error like that. And I was like being really hard on myself. Like, oh, my God, you're about to be at episode 100 and you're making rookie mistakes. And then I get home and Brett's like, you made a mistake on your podcast. I was like, I know. And then he's like, also, you repeated yourself. And I was like, I know. I also caught that. The thing he was like, you need to write write down what you're talking about. I do. The problem is I write down things and then I go off on tangents and then I end up repeating myself. And sometimes I'm like, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but sometimes I honestly have no idea. The second I heard myself say, make a comment about my eyelashes in the picture with Dustin Lynch, I was like, I talk about this again this episode. Stupid, stupid, stupid. So now I'm not even going to listen to the rest of last week's episode because I'm annoyed. I feel like it's all fucked up. I wanted to post like a video or like a statement on my Instagram page, but I just don't want to I don't want to give it any more attention than it needs. It's fine. We make mistakes. Um, not to say it's the only mistake because, hello, I was recording with no microphone for the first 10 episodes. But I mean, I, I besides repeating myself, I rarely make like errors like that. I also catch myself when I'm talking, say, like, what did I say? Oh, I said, my left eye is really, really empty, like my lashes. My my left eye is really sparse, but my left eye is really full. Like, I just get talking too fast and my words get all jumbled. So, hi. Today's been a day. I, like, did my stuff this morning and I had enough time to squeeze in a 10 to 15 minute Peloton ride. But instead, I ate a cinnamon roll and drank a coffee in my pajamas and then I immediately sprayed kitchen cleaner all over the cinnamon roll so I would stop fucking eating them and be forced to throw them away. And then all day to day, I just felt like, wah, 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 wah. Who wakes up and eats a cinnamon roll? You know what? When I was a kid, I remember eating cinnamon rolls for breakfast. Like that was a thing. I don't know. Why, like, the packaged ones? You know, you used to get them from Costco. There was, like, a bear claw in them, like an apple cinnamon something. And I used to love the cinnamon raisin one, which was essentially a Cinnabon. So, um, yeah, I, I'm just down on myself today. It's episode 100. This one should be freaking killer. And I'm starting out apologizing for an error I made in episode 99. So that sucks. Um, just got my lashes done. Broke the news that I'm going to be taking a break. And she was not. I knew she wasn't going to be offended. Like that wasn't one of my worries. She's like, it's good to take a break sometimes. My allergies have been so bad, girl. I totally understand because I'm just like, I just can't take it. Like I need to fucking itch my eyes. So I made an appointment to get them taken out. And then I'm going to make an appointment for a facial to get my face done and she was super understanding although now I have a full set and I'm like I look good I was like looking myself in the mirror on the drive home like I'm not gonna look this put together because the rest of me is rough I am rough right now my hair rough my outfit rough my nails fucking rough my skin rough everything's rough except for my lashes that's the only thing that gives like the inkling that I'm somewhat put together so that's gonna be gone It's going to be gone. And I told her that I was having all this anxiety about it. And she was cracking up. 
She's like, oh, girl, you're so funny. I'm like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> Came home, ate my little vegan pad thai from Trader Joe's. It was actually pretty good with a little side salad. Then I had um, some giveaways to do upstairs. And then Brett and I are going to watch This Is Us from last night and Moon Knight, which I have not really been loving. Maybe my opinion of that will change, but we're about to be on episode four. There's only six episodes, so you got to wrap it up. Also, today I basically finished the ultimatum. Spoilers ahead. I'm not done with the reunion yet. I'm only five minutes into that. Far enough to know Madeline's pregnant, which is wild to me. So I did you guys the courtesy of taking some notes as I was watching today. First of all, Ray instantly got back with Zay. And the first night that they went to sleep together, she was in a long ass t-shirt, no makeup on. Remember the first night that she or any of the nights that she spent with Jake, she was wearing like cute little outfits. No, she's back with Zay and she's got like a faded black t-shirt on. Like you want your relationship to be a success. Spice up your life. Everybody, there we go. Spice up your life. People all the world. Spice up your life. Ah, wear a different shirt. Wear some different shorts. Ha, ha. Anything but what you fucking put on. April, um, I feel, okay. First of all, April talks about herself in the third person, and she talks about other people that way, too. She keeps going, April learned a lot from this. I'm like, what? What? Girl, what are you doing? I was wondering what nationality she was. I wouldn't have guessed Filipino for some reason. I still think that she's really pretty. Um, April is a smart girl. April saying at that little get together the girls night that she thought she was pregnant was very strategic. That was strictly aimed for Ray. Don't come at my man. Like, I think that we could be potentially having a baby. Like, she did that to put she she did that to put doubt in Ray's mind. And the reason that I know and yeah, she could have been late for her period. Do I believe that story? I don't really know because she did bring it up later, too, when she said that she wasn't pregnant. But that was very strategic to make Ray second guess, guess everything. And she came in. She said it right off the bat. Didn't even say hi to anyone. Just said, make mine a virgin because my period's late. Like, didn't ease it into the conversation. It was very abrupt. It was very disruptive. There was a point to that. Her saying that served a purpose, and that was to scare Ray off. How did that work out for you? Um, April also, like, here's my thing. She was in tears. I love this man. I do anything for this man. And then he says that. He doesn't want to marry her. And she's like, okay, talk to you later. Like no emotion, nothing behind it. No tears, no nothing. And then she's like talking about how her DMs are open. What in the world? Like these, th- this just makes me feel that these people, this is what proves that these people are too young. They weren't really serious about marriage to each other. At least they're, they're serious about the idea of marriage. She wants to be married. She even said, I don't care who it is. She's just welcoming it with open arms. She wants to be married. She wants to have a baby. I don't feel like she was as emotionally attached to Jake as she let on. She's emotionally attached to the idea of being married. And that's it. Period. Point blank. So when Jake, I, I got, you could tell Jake was not in love with her anymore. You could see it all over his face. You could see it in his body language. He lights up when he looks at Ray. When he looks at April, he just looks annoyed. Like you could tell he was over it. And he didn't look at her like that before he met Ray. So fucking sucks for April. You dragged him on this show and now your man's gone. Now your man's gone. Like, do I think she could find someone better suited for her? Probably because if Jake was even like thinking that he likes someone over her, then it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Um, Madeline and Colby are so toxic. How many times did she look at the camera and be like, how dumb would I be if I stayed with him? How little would that make me look? How stupid would I be? And then they, when they argue every time they're on camera, literally every time. And then 
he proposes and then he asks her, the girl that didn't even want to get married in the first pl- first place, he asked her to marry him on the spot. I fast forwarded through all that. I didn't listen to their speeches because I don't care. That relationship, in my opinion, is doomed, even though they are pregnant now. So that makes me feel a little bit different. But Madeline looks so interested, uninterested in Colby the entire time when she was with Randall. She just didn't seem to give a fuck. She didn't seem like she was thinking about Colby. She did not seem interested. She gives such mixed signals, very toxic vibes, if you ask me. Like, I don't know what's wrong with her, but you get a different story every time. She seems like a bad drunk. We don't like bad drunks. Let me tell you, we do not like bad drunks. Her friends didn't like him. Her family didn't seem to like him. She talks so much shit about him. And then every time they got together, what, what, what are you doing? You're interrupting me. No, I'm not done yet. Well, okay, Brett. Well, I'll do it when I'm done. See, this is what happens. Freaking people interrupt me and then I get all fucked up. Now I've lost my train of thought and now I'm in a bad mood. Just because, couldn't wait five seconds to ask if the laundry needs to go on. Does, do, ten nine eight seven six five four three two one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten nine eight seven six five four three two one. What was I saying about people, are relationships arguing? Ugh. I don't, that is irritating as hell to me. I want to lock my door. That's so annoying. I want to actually stop and go yell at him because this is why my podcast is messed up. You obviously hear me in here talking. Oh my fucking God. Okay. Anyways, Madeline just seemed to not give a fuck about Colby and not really be into the relationship. She's the one that was given the ultimatum and now she's down to get married on the spot. Like the kissing with the hand holding and the head holding and stuff. Like, wow, that went from zero to 100 real fucking quick. And then she walks out on the reunion and she's pregnant and she's like, I've had the, I don't believe anything that she says. I feel like she's fake. She's like, I've had the best pregnancy ever. Like I loved every second. I don't, I really don't believe anything that she says. And it's so weird that all these people are able to detach from their feelings that they had with the people that they were with for those other three weeks, the the perfect strangers that they lived with and pretended that they were married to. I think that they should change the whole, they're going to pretend like they're married, like just make them move in together and be in like a trial relationship. It doesn't need to be a trial marriage. Like that's just extreme. So, um, yeah, what was I wrote something on this page? N E P Neeping. Nesping? Neeping? What does that say? Something eating. Not eating? No. N E. I have no fucking idea. I wrote something down on my page and now I have no clue. Anyways, I. I want to talk more about this, but I'm so off the off the rails now. Imagine I'm going to start barging into Brett's room when he's on conference calls. Not that this is the same, but I mean, I take it very seriously. Um, I feel bad for Zay. I can't believe that Randall ended up pr- proposing to Shanique. I mean, I do really like them together. I just feel like Randall had a lot of toxic things to say about her. Like, good luck. Like, he didn't think that Zay was going to like her because he thinks she's really difficult. And then the way that he broke down crying during his speech, I was like, oh, my God, they're about to break up. Like, I was not expecting a proposal to come from that at all. I can't wait to watch the reunion to see what, like, Randall and Madeline say to each other or what April has to say to um, Jake and Ray. I want to know if Jake and Ray are still together. All I know is that I got a glimpse of everyone and everyone's hairstyles has fucking changed. April with that hair. I do not like the blonde. 
Uh, Ray's hair did not look good. Jake's hair did not look good. The only person that was untouched was Zay. Um, Shanique's hair, I, I didn't think looked good. Like all of them, what, they got that Netflix money? Well, they couldn't have because the, 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 the reunion would have would have been taped before this even aired. Anyways, I didn't like any of it. I thought all of it was so fucking wild. It also makes me wonder how long ago this was taped. If she's seven months pregnant, this show has been in the canon for a long fucking time. But Netflix also likes to be all sneaky deaky and get a bunch of them in the canon and then release them back to back. Like, isn't there a new Love is Blind coming out pretty soon as well? I feel like this show did really well. It's one of my favorite reality shows in the, like, in the, in the, in the, in the, one of my most recent favorite reality shows. So um, I'm excited that it did so well and that people really seem to like it because if they do have another one ready to go, I feel like it'll come out sooner rather than later. Okay, I'll recap again tomorrow a little bit after I watch the reunion because I'm sure I will have more thoughts. And that's it. Brett just got out of the shower, so I don't want him to barge near again and make me waste five more minutes of uh, 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 uh. So I'm going to go. Okay, happy fucking Wednesday. Thursday. So yesterday after I got done, I was like, don't interrupt me. Don't open my door. I was like so annoyed, right? We got into this huge argument. Not a huge argument, but Brett was like, people are dying. <laughs> and I genuinely started laughing because it was funny, but he thought that I was laughing in like a condescending way. So that really didn't help anything. People are dying. People are dying, Kim. <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about it all night. I was like in a mood really the rest of the night. I was obviously fine today, but I was just, I'm just on the edge this week. Oh God, that's scary. Brett just sees, thank God I'm recording my podcast. Um, <laughs> he's looking for a pillowcase, so he just shouted up that he's found it. So thank you. Thank you for the update. Um, hi. So I finished watching The Ultimatum today. Really not much happened in the um, reunion show. There were things that would have been more shocking had I not found them all on social media last night and creeped. So I knew that like Ray was bisexual. I knew that um, Cake, uh, what's her name? Kayla? April had a man. I love that they like made fun of all of them and played the clips of them like repeating the same things over and over again. Um, I also feel like this was a very, even though like there was obviously a lot of toxic things that happened, I felt like besides little scuffle between Ray and Zay, I felt like there really wasn't much drama. Like I feel like this is a pretty mature, like this wasn't Jerry Springer type of shit on the stage. Like the reunion show was actually very cordial. I feel like they're all very mature and I'm happy with where everyone ended up besides Ray and Jake. I, even though I'm annoyed by them and I feel like they're just like, I don't know. Ray looks like the type of girl that like bites her fingernails down to a absolutely nothing. I don't even know what that means because I know so many people that do that and they don't all fit the stereotype that I'm thinking of. But she just um, she gives me like this vibe. I can't explain it. Like I do like her, but I don't know. I don't I don't know. I can't explain it. She just gives me like a weird vibe. So anyways, I'm done with that. I'm sad that it's over. I'm oh so over Nick and Vanessa Lachey. Like, I do not need them to host anything else. Vanessa just always being like, oh, he's 48. He doesn't know what that means. Oh, I'll explain it to you later. I'm like, oh, it's so fucking annoying. So goddamn annoying. And then I moved on to Mary at First Sight. I only got an hour through that. We're like next week is the very last episode. And I'm ready for it to be over. Something super sad happened this episode. One of the one of the characters, one of the guys had to put his cat down. And I was like, I cannot be crying right now. I am war I'm on the clock. So I had to fast forward through it. It's the episode where they like go to their childhood homes and write letters to their past selves. And I just like skip, 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 delete, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. I just want no part in it. 
I want no part in it. And also, I got online last night, and I was on Twitter. I got on I got on the World Wide Web last night, and people were hella tweeting about Katina. They were like, damn, Katina looks old. Elijah Wan's worn her out. She used to look so cute. Now she looks hella frumpy. Like, I'm all team, like, girls not having to get ready every day. So what if she's on camera? Like, maybe she doesn't want to. But also, she does look like she has hella bags under her eyes all of a sudden. And I realize it's because she got her fake eyelashes out. So now I'm scared. Like, I'm terrified. I was fine before. Okay, well, I wasn't fine because I've brought it up just about every day. But now I'm worried because she looks like a ball baby bat. And I don't want to look like a ball baby bat, too. But I'm, I'm on my way. So I went and got a – I had a nail appointment today. I broke a nail off like weeks ago. So I had nine long nails and one stumpy stump. I told you guys that already. My apologies. So I get there and she's like, do you want to leave this one short or do you want me to make them even? I was like, no, I don't. I why would I leave one short? So she another girl that works there said that they were going to do like a dip, like a like a, you know, the powder dip or whatever to make it look like the other ones. But this girl just put like a hella flimsy ass tip and then painted over it. Not going to lie. Nail laundry is the fucking shit. She did three coats on my nails, probably even four. She is so careful. She was like lining up every nail to make sure that it was perfectly even. So while the tip was flimsy and it was not what I was expecting her to do to fix it, she put hella coats on it and it does feel strong, but like our car's pushed to start and I normally use that finger and like I'm nervous. I was like scratching my head earlier and like I'm nervous. I don't want to break this nail off. I got like a, a very creamsicle like orangey color. It's so cute. Um, But Brett was also texting me while I was there trying to figure out what time I was going to be home for dinner, yada, yada, yada. But they were doing my toes and my hands at the same time. So, you know, you don't really have a free hand. So Brett is in my phone, has been forever, as Brett the husband leech. So I was going, hey, Siri, in the nail salon, can you text, read the text from hey, Brett or Brett the husband leech? And then he would text me and I would say, hey, Siri, text Brett the husband leech. Okay, what do you want to say to Brett the husband leech? Tell him I'll be home at 740. Okay, sending text to Brett the husband leech. I'll be home at 740. Ready to send it? And the whole nail salon, like luckily it was just teenage girls, but still so fucking embarrassing. I need to change his name in my phone just for when I'm in situations like that. He like kept texting me. Oh, great. Siri's recording all of this right now. I just looked over at my phone and that fucking matrix ball is like spinning at the bottom. So anyways, I was there for a while. I had a great experience. They do hella good work there. And then at the end, she was like, okay, it's $80. And so I thought that I was handing her $100 to give each of the girls $10, a $10 tip. And I handed her $450. She was like, girl, you're giving me $200 right now. I was like, oh, my God. Thank God that you're like a good person and telling me this. I was just, I was like, it's been a long day. And then I came home. Brett's trying to wash the sheets for the spare room because we have people staying here the next couple nights. We still need to pack. I had to record my radio shows tonight. We had to have dinner. So it's about to be, oh, no, it is 9 o'clock. It's 9.10. And I'm just now doing this. I still need to, like, wash my face, pack a bag. I'm going to wake up tomorrow, take Benny for a walk. Brett's going to take him for a walk in the morning, too. We're going to get all of his energies out so that he's good and tired. So he's good for our guests the first day and night, day and night. Um, I was so relieved to get off the phone today. It's been kind of slow, so it hasn't been too bad. But I just feel like I've been having a lot of awkward encounters. I had a conversation with a guy today and I was like really helping him with everything. I spent extra time. I'm feeling more friendly because I'm not having to talk to so many people. And at the end of the call, he was like, you made it really great today. You made it fun. And I didn't know like what to say back. So I said, it was really a joy. That's it. That's all I said. It was really a joy. And then there was a long pause and he was like, "Okay, bye. (laughs) All 
right. See ya. Um, I feel really bad because I'm not going to record, obviously, Saturday and Sunday. Um, I am going to record tomorrow before we leave. I have to. Otherwise, this podcast is going to be fucking crickets for episode 100. Hopefully, I had some really good stories from Disney over the weekend to fill up the space because otherwise, episode 100 is just going to be me talking about the ultimatum, the nail salon, and the awkward things that I say to customers. People are dying. Hey, Brett. No, he's not up here. Dang it. I was hoping that he would say it, although he probably wouldn't think it was funny right now. People are dying and you're worried about your podcast. I was like, yes, when you come in here, it interrupts me. I lose my entire train of thought and then I can't get back on track. Rolling, rolling, rolling. And then the whole train is just off the track in a ditch. So something funny. Um, We're doing this 104 minute money song. It's something that happens at the radio station in Oregon that I track for. We do it every few months. So the premise is that at 8.50 every morning, the morning show guy, he gives a money song of the day. And then after two o'clock, when you hear the money song play, you have to be caller 10 to win money instantly. Right. So um, I normally really have no part in this just but besides talking about it. So <laughs> they've incorporated me into the contest now. Now, if you miss the money song, it's OK, because at 12 o'clock, I'm going to give you a hint for the money song. And so day one was easy. It was shake it fast. And my boss, he was like, I'm going to give you an example of what you should do. He was like, so at the top of the 12 o'clock hour to say, here's your hint for the money song. Um, This is a song about something like when you move your body quickly. Shake, mystical, shake it fast, right? Easy. So the next day, God, what was the next day? Oh, man, I wish I had it still. Oh, I don't know what the next day was. Yesterday was Iman or whatever. Fuck all this. It don't mean shit now. Fuck all this. I don't want you back. I literally thought about it for like an hour. I was like, what the fuck am I going to say? And so I finally said, this song came out. Oh, oh, I know the day before. The day before was Mace Feels So Good. And I said, this song is, this is a song about being really happy in your feelings or something like that. Yesterday feet for Iman fuck it. I said, um, fuck, I don't even remember what I said today. Today's was blurred lines. And I said, okay. And so I've been making fun of myself on the air. I've been like, um, yeah, you have to be here at eight 50. Don't worry. I'm going to give you a hint at 12 o'clock, but also worry because my hints are terrible or I've just been poking fun at myself. It's basically been half of my show. Me talking about how terrible my hints are and like, don't depend on me to get the song if you miss it in the morning. Cause nine times out of 10, you're not going to understand what the hint is that I'm dropping. So tomorrow's song is blurred lines, um, Robin Thicke. And so my hint was, I was like, okay, actually, I'm just going to insert my break here. Oh no, I don't have it anymore. Fuck, that sucks. I said, um, all right, it's uh, the old school lunch. So, you know, I'm going to give you the hint for the money song. Are you ready for it? Okay, here we go. You know, when you're driving and you're tired and the lines that separate. Oh, no. And the what did I say? The markings on the road that separate the lanes get a little fuzzy. That's it. That's your hint. (laughs) I texted my boss this morning. I was like, I feel like this whole me giving a hint at 12 o'clock is backfiring. I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I don't know why it's so hard for me, but I just cannot think of anything. He's like, no, dude, it's so funny. He was like, you're killing it. And so I was like, okay, tie. Well, he didn't say I was killing it, but he did did say it was funny because I'm just like, I'm clueless. I cannot think of anything. Mystical Shake It Fast. That one was, 
Easy. Would I have thought of that? Had he not have helped me? I don't know. But I think my favorite part of recording my shows this past week has been finding out what the money song is and then trying to come up with a hint. So I'll keep you guys posted next week what the money songs are and what the hints I give out are because they are freaking terrible. Friday. Saturday. Sunday. Monday. I didn't record a single thing when we were gone. It's crazy because I always forget how exhausting it is. Like there was a part of me on day one and I was like, I'm not even going to be sore. Like I'm going to kill it this time. Like I take Benny for walks. I'm going to be killing it. And I was the only thing killing it were my feet. So let's just start with Friday. We had to leave a little earlier than we had originally planned for because Brett's parents flight was early. So we had to rearrange some things and get on the road. That's why I didn't record on Friday. And then we got on the road. We had high spirits, fresh eyes. What's that saying? That football thing, clear heart, can't lose, whatever the fuck it is. So we get on the road and immediately Brett is driving like a freaking maniac. He is. He says that people here don't know how to drive because they they drive by different rules in England. And by different rules, I mean, I'm pretty sure we have the same laws. We just don't abide by them. So like you're unless you're overtaking someone, you're supposed to be in the slow lane. So when you're on that two way highway, Brett was just weaving in and out of traffic, just careless, not using his blinker the entire time. And it's been a while since we took a road trip, probably this long, the last time that Brett's parents came and flew into LAX. So, um, and he did this last time, but I forget, forgot about it. He like picks a car and hyper focuses on them. So this time it was this gray car and it had like pink Hello Kitty stickers on it. It was definitely a girl, like some Japanese writing on the side. And Brett was kept calling it gray. It was the gray car. So it's gray. Oh, gray is getting ahead of us. Oh, I can't even see gray. Oh, great. We're back when grow. We're following gray. We like gray. Like he's just following gray the entire time. At one point it was gray, gold, and then a black truck. We were all kind of doing the same, um, the same dance through traffic. So at one point, Brett gets far ahead of everyone. Like we forget about gray. We forget about gold. We forget about black truck. We're just cruising along. He finally like passes everyone and we're just on like a straight shot. And all of a sudden he goes, oh my God, black's coming up behind us. Um, And it had been like a good 30 miles. And so the black truck gets on the side of us and he slows down and he looks at us and we are, we start waving and all of us are just dying, freaking laughing. And I'm like, okay, so it's not just Brett. And so I was posting this on my Instagram story. I had so many messages saying, I thought I was the only one that did this on the road. So guys, if you messaged me, just know that you are not alone. There's a lot of people that make friends with other cars unbeknownst to the car on the road when they're on a long haul road trip. Oh God. It was so fun. And like, we listened to K-Duck. I listened to my entire show on Friday. I haven't listen to my show probably since I first started because obviously I'm working K-Duck fucking slaps man that station sounds so good like everything about it was great I felt like I was especially funny on Friday um the music is just good the imaging is good like I was having even after my show was over I'm not I'm like selfish I'm like I just listened to my show no we like listened to it the entire day evening the whole time we were in the car basically we were listening to K-Duck and it was just so freaking good we made a pit stop in Bakersfield to get some more diesel 
And we were originally, we were in the parking lot. I was like, what are we going to get for lunch? And so there was like a Popeye's, a Taco Bell, I think. Brett spotted a Subway across the street. And he had been, he already brought up a Subway at the beginning of the trip. So he was like, why don't you go across the street and get in line? And I'm like, if you've stopped off at Bakersfield, you know what, what I'm talking about. I was like, you want me to pass that, cross that busy ass road? He's like, it's really not that busy. I'm like, it. It, but it is. So I went across the street. He told me what he wanted. I only fucks with tuna when I go to Subway. Okay. I don't go to Subway often, but the, the Subway tuna is my fucking jam. So I order Brett's food first, which is like a steak and cheese sandwich. I didn't even know that Subway had steak. And while he's making it, I look down at the tuna bucket and it is foul it looks like greenish almost so when he's done making brett's or when he puts brett's in the toasty oven he asks what i want and i'm like well i was gonna get the tuna but that doesn't look trustworthy like no fucks baker i'm in bakersfield who what the fuck do i care and so i was like i put on the spot i was like i don't know the only thing i ever get is the tuna sandwich i guess i'll just get what brett got so like i said i'll guess i'll just get the same thing that he got And so he's like, don't sound so sure. So he starts making it and putting it together. Brett's comes out of the toasty thing. It does not look good. I'm instant regret, but it's too late. The fucking fake steak, the fake is already on my bread. And so we get our sandwiches. We go sit down at the table. I take a bite. Instant regret. I didn't know what it was going to taste like. So I put weird things that probably didn't belong. Like I put pickles on it. It just wasn't. It wasn't a good move on my part. And then my stomach was fucked up from it like not happy that I ate that so we ate it we get back on the road we finally hit traffic like we had barely hit any traffic and then all of a sudden we get a lot of traffic and it worked I mean wouldn't you believe it Brett finally gets in touch with his parents they're like we're gonna be in this line for a long time Brett's like well it says that we're eight miles away but it's gonna take us like 30 minutes to get there we pulled up as soon as they were coming outside like it could not have been more perfect so they get in the car we have like an hour to go to our hotel it was right around an hour I think um and we go we're staying at the Ramada the Ramada Inn down the street from Disney which I've been making fun of basically since Brett sent me sent me our reservations I said that it looked like a party city I said that we were going to get bed bugs like I was complaining basically the whole time we walk into the lobby and the lobby doesn't seem so bad then we get into the rooms and I mean we are talking old but then again I mean I know I'm going to catch a lot of heat for this but the grand the Disney Disneyland Grand Hotel Yeah, the lobby's nice, but the rooms ain't shit. The rooms ain't, let me repeat, the rooms ain't shit. I feel like they are dark and outdated. Honestly, the Ramada looked like the Grand inside. Shitty. Like, it looks like a motel that you stay on on the strip leading up to Tahoe. You know what I mean? Like, it was nothing special. Um, The towels didn't even fit around my body. They were so freaking, they were basically washcloths. There wasn't a full-length mirror. There was a refrigerator. There wasn't a safe. So, like, your belongings or there wasn't a door hanger that said, please do not clean my my room. Like, we can't bypass that. There is no safe. We're just leaving our shit out. Okay. I guess that's just how we roll. So we get in. His parents are obviously super jet lagged. They never sleep on the way here. So 
um, we decided they were going to get ready and then we were going to go out and get some dinner. And Brett's coworker had recommended this place that his family kind of stumbled upon recently. So my hair was jacked from I don't know what it was. My hair was cute when we left somewhere along the way. My hair got fucked up. So I redid my hair, put some makeup on. Brett's parents showered. We reconvene. We get in the car and we go drive to this place. It's like a hole in the wall right down the street from downtown Disney. Mar- Mari's Pizza in Italian or something so we're starving right we get in and we sit down and we don't read anything on the menu yet we just read the appetizers and so Brett's like let's get a garlic bread so we order a garlic bread with cheese and then Brett's parents also order a garlic bread the waiter we should have taken his cues was like you want two garlic breads we're like yeah one with cheese one without and then we start looking at the menu all of the orders come with bread so all of a sudden we're we get two big garlic breads and a basket of bread delivered to the table right and we're all starving so we eat it big mistake Big mistake, huge. Um, our meals come and we, I'm not kidding. I probably had three bites of my pasta. I just got like a pesto fettuccine, which wasn't really that great. It was kind of bland. Brett could tell that I didn't like it. He was like, you don't really like that, do you? I fucked with Brett's though. Brett's was so good. His dad got um, a, a sampler. So it was like a lasagna, fettuccine, and then a huge ravioli. And his mom got the lasagna. I'm just not a huge red sauce. I'm in a rut right now with pasta. I'm not a big red sauce person. And I used to like a really like creamy white sauce, but I also can't fuck with that anymore. Like I like a real clean. I like a pesto. I like a sun-dried tomato. Honestly, I wanted to get the gnocchi or the gnocchi, gnocchi, gnocchi. But I'm so paranoid. I was in an Italian restaurant. I'm so paranoid about how to say it because every time I say it, they're like, what did you say? That I didn't want to order it because I didn't want to have to say the fucking word. Yeah. I got, I bitched out of ordering something because I didn't want to say it wrong and get laughed at. So I just ordered the pesto pasta with some chicken in it and it was, it was okay. So anyways, we get our leftovers, which is hella, like the leftover bag is so full and we decide that we're going to go walk around downtown Disney and kind of show them the area that we're going to be in the next day. So we pay for the parking. We were going to show them the Grand Hotel. Hey, here's the hotel that we were going to book for you, but we did instead. It was at the Ramada. So um, we start to walk up to the front and because Brett and I have stayed at the Grand before, humble brag twice, but we didn't pay for it. (laughs) And so I wasn't obviously paying attention to like checking keys and stuff because we we had it like that, you know, so I wasn't really paying attention. So we walk up and they're checking keys. So I was like, oh, I guess we can't go in this way. And the guy comes up to us. He's like, you guys look lost. I was like, well, we were going to just come into the Grand walk around, but I guess that's out. So I was like, we're just trying to get to downtown Disney. And he's like, oh, you have to cross the street, go to the right. And I was like, how does that make sense? Because when we stayed at the Grand, we just walked out and downtown Disney was on that side. So how was I going to cross the street and get to downtown Disney? It was very confusing the way the common folk had to get into downtown Disney when you're not going through the Grand. So we walked back across the street, got into downtown Disney and just started walking around. We went to the Disney store. We tried to go to the um, the bar in downtown Disney, Napoleon or Napoli, whatever. That's the place that we've gone every time that we've gone to Disney. The drinks are so bomb. I was so excited to get a champagne with a popsicle inside. Nope, it was an hour and a half wait. So we, what did we end up doing? I feel like we did get a drink somewhere, but maybe I'm mistaken. Actually, I don't think we did because I didn't get a drink that entire night. Oh, no, I lie. We went, oh, no. Yeah, no, no, we went to this, like, I don't know, someplace in downtown Disney and got a drink. Well, I said, can we just go in and get a cocktail at the bar? She said, yeah. So we sit on the bar and I was like, can I have a cocktail menu? He's like, oh, we're reworking our cocktail menu right now, but I could basically make anything you want. And I'm like, I don't know what I want. That's the fucking point. So we just got an Aperella spritz. We walked around a little bit more and then we went in through the Grand to get back out because they weren't checking. So we were able to walk through the Grand and then we went back to our car 
and went back to the hotel and honestly were back in our rooms by like 7.50 because his parents hadn't slept. We were up super early, long day of driving. I knew it was going to be a really intense day the next couple days, so we wanted to get a lot of sleep. So wash my face, get in bed, Liar Liar's on TV. So we watch that. I fall asleep. Brett stays up, watch Liar Liar, and I think he watches Bruce Almighty. And then he finally goes to sleep. And then we set our alarm for 5.45 so that we could get up and get ready and then get get our Starbucks. We had to walk to Disney and, you know, just get everything and, and also taking into account that I say I'm going to be ready at a certain time, but really after you add 15 to 20 minutes onto that, I have gotten a lot better. But it's hard when there's not a full length mirror. Like, I can't see what I was wearing. Do I have cankles? Like, what? What's what's popping, you know? So the alarm goes off. The excitement took over, took a shower, got ready, um, decided to go with some joggers, some black joggers. And a gym shirt that I just got from Nordstrom, Nordstrom Rack when I went to sh- on my shopping spree with my sister-in-law. And then um, just bring my backpack. And I decided to bring a pair of shorts that I've never even worn out in public. I only wear them like around the house. They're like a pair of Abercrombie like biker shorts. And they're super cute at home. But I told you I was paranoid about my legs. I have a fat bruise. I have a fat fat in my legs. I just was not excited to wear shorts, but I knew that it was going to be 80 something degrees. So I decided to pack them just in case. So I packed my little backpack, has my sunglasses, my wallet, um, some hand sanitizer, some thigh deodorant. Yes, for guys listening, thigh deodorant. You rub it on your thighs so that when your thighs are rubbing together, if you do put the shorts on, you don't chafe. So I got my thigh deodorant. I got my shorts. I got my Mickey ears, which Brett was really embarrassed about. I feel like everyone was. And we get to walking. So we're walking towards, we were 0.7 miles away from Disney. So we get to the like back entrance of Disney and we come in through the side. And then Brett runs to go get us Starbucks while we stand in line. And then we get inside. So first thing I find someone and I'm like, because I, I was told by a couple different people that we could book start booking or try to book Star Wars at 7 a.m. So let me just go through how Disney works now if no one's been since basically since it reopened because they now have the Genie Pass, which took over. What was it before? Now it's called Lightning Lane. It was the Fast Pass before. So how it works now, shout out to my friend Kaylin who walked me through basically everything, is if you buy the Genie Pass, which is 20 extra dollars a person, when you get into the park, you can start booking attractions. Now, we kind of fucked up because we were booking lightning lanes for things that had like five minute lines, but we weren't planning on going on the rides really multiple times anyway, so I guess it didn't really matter. So you get in, you book a lightning lane, you want to book the earliest one first because after you book it, you either have to go on that ride and redeem it or you have to wait two hours for another lightning lane to open up so our plan was to immediately book star wars but it wasn't letting us it was just saying that you had to pay extra so the options were when i went up to someone and asked you could either wait in the line for star wars or you could pay an additional 20 dollars to go on we knew we had to go on because last time we went to Disney, I'm pretty sure it was before this podcast, we tried to get on Star Wars. I was there to review the ride and the wine and cheese festival or food and wine festival, and I we couldn't even get on the ride. We couldn't get on. I tried to, I was like, hi, I'm here to review this ride. Like, is there anything you can do? They finally told us we could get on the ride as we were leaving the hotel to go to the airport to fly home. So it was like a must for us, right? So we paid the $20 per person for all of us to book that, um, and it was, I think, like at 9 o'clock 
o'clock. So before that, we went on the Haunted Mansion, which was broken the la- or under construction the last two times we were there. We went on Indiana Jones. Um, I'm pretty sure that's it. And then we finally get on Star Wars. We legit walk right on. It was amazing. Everything I hoped and dreamed. It was so much fun. And then we get off and we went over to we were going to go to Olga's Cantina, but we decided to go over to Space Mountain, I think, which Brett assured me was not going to make me feel sick. Spoiler, it did. So um, after that, we went on the Bob or the bobsledding or whatever. And Brett's mom was mad at me because I said that one wasn't that bad. And it was worse than I remember it being. And it really jerked her around. She felt like her tailbone was bruised after that. Um, And then after that, we did go over to Olga's Cantina. We got a couple drinks. They were really good, but also so expensive. I mean, we got two drinks each and it was $136. So Oh, my neck. So that was freaking wild. And then after that, God, I can't really remember. We didn't go on the other Star Wars ride. I couldn't because that made me nauseous last time. Um, What other rides did we go on there? We went on the Bob. I already said bobsled. We went on the Matterhorn. Gosh, I can't really remember. I feel like it. I feel like they're really when you break it down, aren't that many rides at Disney. Also with the Genie Pass, if anyone professional photographers take your picture, you get them all for free on the app. And I really wanted to capitalize on that. But There was always really long lines. It was starting to get hot. Like we got one picture and that was really all we needed. We didn't really need to get multiple. So I went to the bathroom, changed out of my pants, got my shorts on, and then things really opened up. We just started walking around and just kind of basically checking things out. I really can't think of any of the other rides that we went on in Disney. Um, We watched a parade that went by. Actually, Steve, Brett, and I watched it. So Brett's mom was looking for um, some Minnie Mouse stuff to bring back to Ella, who's our niece, their grand daughter and she went to the store and right as the music was starting for the parade she was checking out and the woman behind the counter was asking her all these questions about why she's here and talking about England why like why she was at Disney and she said that we were supposed to take her two years ago for her birthday so the woman behind the counter gave her a birthday pin and so she comes out and the parade's over and Brett's giving her so much shit he's like I can't believe you were just in there talking to that woman you missed the entire parade you missed the whole thing and blah 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 like just giving her shit I'm like god relax and so she's like well I got this birthday pin from the lady inside I was like oh you're definitely supposed to put that on I was like but just beware when you put that on everyone's gonna talk to you legit I first of all I have to blow my nose so pause for the cause Okay, back to, I've just blown my nose and then ate dinner. Back to what I was saying. Brad's mom, everyone was saying like, happy birthday to her. And she wasn't even realizing it at first. Like people were talking to her and I don't think she was registering what was happening. I was like, oh, they're wishing you a happy birthday. At like the least suspecting, people would like jump through a crowd to wish her a happy birthday. So after we did that, we crossed over to California Adventure. Brett and his dad immediately wanted to go on the Incredicoaster. So, oh, no, no. Wait a second. Where did where's the new Spider-Man? No, we had to cross over to California Adventure because we bought the Lightning Lane Pass for Spider-Man. So we also paid for Spider-Man, which was $18 per person. So we immediately went to do that. That was so much fun. I broke a sweat. You basically act like you're shooting spiders, like, you know, like you are Spider-Man and you have to kill like all these spiders that are on the loose. It was so fun. Brett said that I was doing terrible at first. So I really pumped it up and I ended up winning. It was a lot of fun. And then Brett and his dad went over to Incredicoaster. And since me and Melanie didn't want to go on it, look, I love Incredicoaster the last time that I went on it, but I I didn't want to feel sick. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want it to ruin my day. So I just decided not to go. So they went twice. They used their fast pass and then our fast pass to be able to get on it. So we went over to the Sonoma Bar 
And um, sat down. We had a couple rum cocktails. Actually, Melanie had a, Brett's mom had a a non-alcoholic IPA, which I thought was a very interesting choice. And we just sat down and took a load off. Like, it was so hot. Our feet were killing us. And our back, just everything. Everything was achy. And so we sat down. And the whole time I've been texting this girl. So, you know, you guys know I made one work friend. I've talked about her from the jump. We always text. We've never met in real life. Well, she was there at the same time we were. So she came up and found me and we talked for like, I don't know, a good 20 minutes. And that was so amazing. And then I got a little chilly or I knew I was going to be getting a little chilly. So I went and bought a Disney after I had a couple rum cocktails. I head on over to one of the Disney shop and got a new Disney jersey because last time we went to Disney, I talked Brett into letting me buy one. They're like $70, right? He got me one. I got a pink and white tie dye, came home. He washed a pair of jeans with it and ruined it like that's been stained ever since. So I don't never wear it out. And so there was one that I've been eyeballing all day that was like light pink and gold. And that is my jam. So while Brett was off on the coaster, I just went ahead and made a little purchase. They've gone up in price. It was $80. And then we went and sat down again. We just kept going back to the Sonoma bar. And so, um, Brett and his dad came back over to us and then I feel like they went on the Tower of Terror next. We really wanted to go on cars, but the wait time was always super long and now you have to pay to go on that too. Like I feel like it's a fucking money grab. It sucks that you pay extra, but then there are three rides between Disney and Disney California Adventure that you have to pay additional for. So for the four of us to go on Star Wars, that was 80 bucks. For the four of us to go on Spider-Man, that was $72. So, I mean, that's a lot of extra money. If we would have gone on cars, that would have been another 80 bucks. So that's 100. Let me do the math. You guys know I'm bad at math. So 160 plus 72, that's $232 we paid just for the four of us to go on rides. Well, if we would have gone on cars, but instead we just paid the 80 and the 72, which is still a lot of money. We ended up going on Soren, which was freaking great. We tried to go on the white rotter rafting ride or whatever. But I guess some drunk guy hopped out of the ride and then took off. So they had to shut it down. They have to get everyone off. They have to like search it. There's this whole process. So we got to use those fast passes on anything else aside from cars. So Brett and his dad went back on the Incredicoaster, I think, while me and Brett's mom went back over to the Sonoma bar and got another drink. And then we left. We wanted to go get... We wanted to go to that center bar. That's like my jam where all the good drinks were. The girl was, the waitress was super rude. She said it was going to be an hour, but we were starving. So we went to the sports bar that Brett and I also went to one of the last times that we went. And we just sat down. We were just going to get a drink there. I was not in the mood to get a drink because I had a blackberry lemonade. It was, it's the food and wine festival. And I wanted to get all the little bites, but you have to stand in a line to order the food, then stand in a line to pick it up. And last time we went, all that shit was for free. So it's just so hard to pay for it, right? So I didn't get any of it, but we did get a blackberry lemonade with no alcohol in it. And it was so sweet that it made me like not want to drink anything else. So I get a drink when we get to this bar that I don't even drink. I just want to drink water. And so Brett's like, I I don't know. I'm starving. Should we just eat here? So we decided to eat at this bar, which was a big mistake. I was going to get a poke bowl. Brett talked me into going halves on a chicken sandwich and a pizza with him. And it was just one of those meals where it wasn't very good. It's super bar food. And we instantly regretted it afterwards and then really didn't feel like walking. Went back to the park. Went over to Incredicoaster again, talked about going to cars, but the wait time was so long. What else did we wait for while we were over on that side? I can't remember, but it's the world of color. It's back, right? So we were going to get a spot, but we didn't queue up early enough. So 
we were all dying by the end of the day. Like I feel I feel like you can either wake up and get there when it opens and like end early or start like a little later and end late. But there's no way you can go from 7 a.m. to when it shuts like. We just couldn't. Brett kept saying, do you want to go see the fireworks show? Do you want to see the water show? We were all like, uh, none of us wanted to be the party per- party pooper and say neither. But we were all just so over it. So we end up and we had to do the walk for basically a mile from where we were, probably a little bit further back to our hotel. So we just decided to call it a night. Like we go take a couple more pictures. I took a picture in front of the motel in Carsland because I said it was nicer than the hotel we were staying at. Oh man, I forgot to get a, a picture in front of the Ramada. That was going to be like the whole front of my, this is your episode without any spoilers. So anyways, we, I'm cranky at this point. Like I'm in such a bad mood. I'm aching so bad. I decided to wear my Vans because I thought they would be cuter and they were, but I paid for it. They were not comfortable at all. They're actually starting to split up like on the sides of my feet. So uh, I have my sweatshirt on because it's cold now and we just decide to leave. We're full. We're sore. We're over it. So on the same side as our hotel, it's like on a major, like pretty large intersection. There's a gas station. So we were going to stop there to get waters, get Gatorades or whatever. Um, It's closed. So Brett has to walk. I was like, oh, that's it. I'm, I was like, I'm not walking to another gas station. I was like, I'm walking back to the hotel. And everyone's like, you can't walk back by yourself. I'm like, yes, I can. <laughs> and so they convinced me just to wait. And Brett would just go to the other gas station. I was like, I'm not walking across to the gas station. I will not make it. Like, I won't. I won't make it. So we all sit there and wait for him. He comes back. We go to the hotel. I instantly start, like, washing my face. I realize I don't have any makeup wipes. I'm so annoyed. Um, so I'm, like, trying to get all my makeup off. I'm trying to get comfortable. Brett's asking me questions and I'm like, I am so exhausted. What is it about that? That is so exhausting. Like you could go for an entire night out like drinking and I, I, I just don't understand how it wears and tears your body, your mind, your soul that much because it freaking took a number on me. I was like, Brett, I can't even have a conversation with you. So like, don't talk to me. I don't have anything to say. Like, that's it. We had all made a pool. We were like, oh, let's just go back to our hotel. We can watch the hotel from the or the fireworks from the parking lot. Nope. Brett watched him from the window in our hotel room. Everyone out was everyone else was knocked out. I got like nine hours of sleep. I went to sleep immediately. Woke up the next day to go to Universal. Packed up the car. They had to come check our room to make sure it wasn't damaged so we could get our security deposit back, which was the strangest thing. We get in the car. We head to Universal. We get there way sooner than we thought because there's no one on the freeway. Let me just look at my list to make sure I didn't miss anything from Disney. I mean, I'm sure I did. But mm, mm, downtown Disney, Disney, Starbucks, Genie, Ride, Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, Space, Bobsled, Happy Birthday, Pin, Kelp. Yep. Yep. Got it all. The only thing that I missed talking about was when we picked up Brett's parents from the airport. Obviously, I knew there was a flight coming from England and there was this guy that was getting ready to cross the across sh- the street. He had a shirt buttoned up all the way to the top, had these fresh white sneaks on and like tight jeans. I'm like, that guy's for sure from England. Brett started cracking up. He was like, he definitely is. So anyways, we get in the car. We're going to Universal. We get there super early and um, we pull into the parking lot, parking garage, and no one's even there yet. Like, we're an hour and 15 minutes early. So we asked if there's anywhere to eat nearby. They told us that the, like, City Walk restaurants don't open until 11. She was like, there's a Denny's, like, five minutes away. She's like, if you pay for parking now, you just bring your receipt in, and then you can park, you know, after you go to Denny's. So she tells us where to go, but our GPS tells us to go a different way. We finally get there. It's, like, a 
15 minute drive and we walk in and it's dead. We're like, perfect. With Denny's, you're already in and out or you're always in and out. I hadn't been to Denny's in so long and I kind of figured that would be the case. But when I walked in, it was like a different type of franchise. Like I feel like normally when you go into a Denny's, it's like a mixed bag of characters. This was like all like it was different. Like you could tell it was a fran- obviously Denny's are franchises, right? You could tell like a family owned this one. It was like an Asian family and they just it was very clean inside. Like it was unlike any other Denny's I had ever been to. Like it was very clean. Everything seemed like in order. So I was like, this is about to be a bomb experience, right? So we sit down, we all order our food. She brings us coffee before we even ask for it. Yes, we're trying to be in and out of there. No, we order and our shit doesn't come for hell along. Then I get mine. I only get half of mine. My meal is gone by the time she brings me my other part, part of it because I got a grand slam with pancakes. My pancakes came out. They were cold. I was just like, I don't even fucking care. Let's do it. Let's get out of there. So we get back to Universal. There's a pretty long line to get back in. We show our receipt. We get parked. We go in and Brett is like walking so fast. He is on a mission and I get it. He wants to get to Harry Potter World first thing because he says that's the best ride. He said it's going to be crazy busy. On our way in, we overhear someone that works there saying that they were going to be at capacity. So we get in and we go straight to Harry Potter. It's like a 10 minute wait when we get there. And I didn't know what to expect. Like, basically, someone should have told me that the Universal, all the rides there are nausea inducing. So we get on Harry Potter. I immediately feel sick the second we get on. It's over. I'm like, thank God I pop a Dramamine or a Bonnie, actually, because I feel like those work better. And Brett's like, we have to go on The Simpsons. He kept saying the whole trip, Simpsons is like soaring over the USA. Didn't it used to be soaring over the world? And now it's soaring over the USA. It was different from the last time we saw it. Anyways... He said, it's the same, only it's a cartoon. And so I just thought I was going to sit in like a little ski lift or whatever and go up over the Simpsons land. I wasn't allowed to watch watch Simpsons. I've never seen Harry Potter. So already we're like, oh, for two, right? So we're standing in line for Simpsons and never have I ever been in a ride where they are beating it into you. If you have a heart condition, if you are prone to nausea and dizziness, if you are pregnant, this ride is not for you. So I'm starting to get more and more nervous. And I'm texting with my sister-in-law and she was like, whatever, I was telling her that I felt sick from Harry Potter. She was like, whatever you do, do not go on the Simpsons ride. I was like, dude, I'm in this line right now. She's like, I would get out. And then she talks to my brother. She's like, your brother said you're going to hate your life if you go on that ride. So I'm talking to this people next to us and I'm getting him nervous, too, because I guess he's not feeling good. So I'm like the little kid that's scared of the ride. I'm like asking how I get out. And then I start to feel claustrophobic. So I'm like worried that I'm not going to be able to get out. So I asked one girl, I was like, can I get out? She's like, do you want to get out now? And I was like, yeah. And then Brett was like, wait, why do you want to get out now? Why don't you wait with us through the ride? And in my head, I was like, because I need to see the sun. I need some fresh air. I don't want to be in this building. But I just said, oh, okay, I guess I'll wait. So I waited. I was like antsy, like moving my leg, like looking all around, like I couldn't stay still. I couldn't focus. Finally, I get out. I thought I wasn't going to be able to because they like were about to put us in a room. And I was like, can I leave? And he was like, yeah, the exit's down there. So I get out. And the guy that I was talking to was ahead of me a little bit or ahead of us. So I'm sitting on this bench and he comes out. He was like, you made the right choice. He's like, I definitely regret going on that ride. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy that I didn't go on it. So they come out. Brett's mom said that I definitely would have regretted going on it. So I'm just like relieved that I did not go on that ride. 
We pop on over to Jurassic. I really wanted to go on the Hollywood tours because I remember that from when I was in high school or the um, the the tour of the state of the studio, like the Universal lot, which on our way to Denny's, we drove around the outside of that. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like where Ellen is. And like, oh, this is so cool. Like I was like pumped about it. I can't remember where what lot I was on when I got to go to a screening of American Idol for work. I feel like it was not the Universal. But then again, I don't know, because what were they on before? Anyways. Not important. <clears throat> so I was like, I really want to go on the Universal. And Brett was like, let's go over to Jurassic Park first. We get on Jurassic Park because Brett was all over the app looking at the times and whatnot. So we get over to Jurassic Park. That was my jam. I like a good old fashioned roller coaster like Roar at Six Flags. Nothing that goes upside down. Nothing that's going to spin me. I just like to go forward and I'm, I can go fast. I'm OK with drops. But anything beyond that. I've really pinpointed it this trip. I cannot, I don't like when I'm stationary, but it feels like I'm moving. Like I need to actually be moving and then I don't feel as sick. So Jurassic Park was totally my jam. I freaking loved it. Um, I like that we got a little bit wet because I was roasting. And then we get out of that and we go over to Transformers, which did make me feel sick. And then we were going to go get in line because they had these like tiki drinks. And I wanted a Bahama Mama so bad, but the line was so long. So we weren't going to do that. And then we were just going to go on the mummy. But the mummy said fast roller coaster. So Brett's mom was like, I'm out. So his mom and dad stayed behind and we went on the mummy. And while we went on the mummy, they stood in line and got drinks for us. But Universal has some weird rules when it comes to alcohol. So we go on the mummy. It was like a. 10 minute wait and the ride was over in 30 seconds. Has anyone been on that ride? The only reason we went on it is because some girl was like, mommy's the best ride. Um, It's over in the blink of an eye. Like, yeah, it was fun, but nothing special. Luckily, we get out of the mummy ride and go over to where the drinks are. We did it just in the nick of time. They weren't going to sell Brett's parents four drinks. You could only get one per person. And then when we finally got the drinks, we weren't like they went and saved a table for us and they were like, you can't double fist. I'm like, huh? I don't get it. So we took our drinks and we walked over to do the Universal Tours. And that was about like a 20 minute wait. And then we got on the tram and it was the hottest point in the day. So we're all squished together in this row. I'm wearing these hella short like biker shorts. My legs are sweating. They're sticking to the seat. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm holding my tiki drink. The outside of it is sticky. Like I, we were towards the back of the trams so like we couldn't see things that well. It was still a lot of fun, but I was just like super uncomfortable the whole time. And then they also had two points in that ride that I don't remember from the last time I went on it that were very jerky 3D glasses. I don't like anything that's a simulation. So I was like, I'm out. The fact that I was already feeling like claustrophobic. It's a no for me. I did enjoy that one of the simulations was Fast and Furious because I'm too fast, too furious. I'm too fast for y'all, man. So, um, yeah. After that, we were going to do something else. I forget what we were going to do. Oh, Brett wanted to go see the Waterworld show, but it was going to be like way late. If we did that, we wanted to get on the road. So we went over to the kids area. We just walked around all the other areas of Universal so that we could at least see it. But it was packed, like uncomfortably packed. You couldn't if you like weren't rocking right behind the people you were with, like you couldn't you would lose them in the crowd. We went over to the kids area, the water area. I had someone hold my stuff and I walked underneath this big splashy water fountain because it was so hot. And then... We left and walked over to the NBC sports bar and was going to get some food. But the hostess was like, it's going to be a minute. My table just got into a fist fight with another table. And so they were like, um, it's going to be like a 30 minute wait. So we walked over to Margaritaville, which was a great call because there was no one in there. We still had to wait a little bit, but it wasn't too bad. Had some nice fish tacos. 
and then got on the road, which was terrifying and also felt really long. Like the ride there, you're all excited. The ride home, even though I was excited to get home and like see Benny and stuff, the ride home was just felt very long. And Brett was driving like a maniac and I was just sitting in sweaty slash wet clothes because I decided to get in the water rides. So, you know, you're just uncomfortable. Anyways, we finally got home. I was so excited to see all the babies and I had to do my show prep last night. We got home for my radio shows today. I had to unpack because all the stuff that I use was in our suitcases. So I'm sitting, I unpack, I take a shower, I start out to do my show prep downstairs and I was like seeing quadruple. I could not see straight. I was so exhausted. I started to feel nauseous. On top of that, I didn't realize how sunburned I was. Like my shoulders my neck, everything so sunburned. It was so hot out there. So um, we, I was just like, I can't do anything anymore. I was like, I have to go to bed. I don't even know if I said goodbye to anyone last night or goodnight. I was delirious. I got in bed, woke up this morning. It was 7.30. I slept like nine and a half hours straight and I still felt exhausted. So I come in here to start to do my radio shows and all of a sudden I hear Brett say to his mom, um, here, I'm going to show you how to feed Benny. So he put his mom to work. And then the next thing you know, I look out the window, Brett's dad is power washing our backyard. I come out. I'm like, what are you doing? They're on vacation. Are you putting them to work? He's like, oh, they're fine. They like to stay busy. I'm like, oh, my Lanta. So I worked. I was like putting my head down between calls and like shutting my eyes. It was I was so freaking tired. And then after work, I took Benny for a short walk, then went and got my nail fixed because I broke one of my brand new nails while I was in Disney over the weekend. I don't even know how I did it. So I went and got my nail fixed and I went and ran an errand. Then I came home, ate dinner. Now I'm doing this and I got to do some work. Then we're going to watch Dateline because Sherry Papino episode was on on Friday night. And I cannot wait to see that because like I said before, I don't know all the details. I just know what I've read. I don't really remember this as much being in the news as I know about what I've heard since it's been back in the news recently. And then tomorrow's Brett's mom's birthday, so we're going to go out to dinner tomorrow night to Tokyo Steakhouse in Natomas, which we've tried to go to multiple times in the past couple years, and it's always a hella long wait, and we get discouraged, but tomorrow night, it's 100% happening. And then, yeah, I guess that's really it. Um, I use Lyra balancing lotion on my face, and I opened a new bottle while we were in Disney, and it smelled sour. And I just thought, oh, maybe it's like the first couple pumps. No, it is something's wrong with it. It's like a deep, like a, like a raw, like a bad bottle, like a bad batch or something. So I have to try to squeeze time in my week to try to go return it, which just freaking sucks. Cause I'm already so busy. I'm trying to like not be as busy. Cause I obviously want to make time for them, but I can't like take any days off. I, you know, I'm, my hands are tied. So I'm trying to like do as little as possible or get as much done in like my break so I can have more free time in the evening. But so far I'm um, not doing well as far as that goes. It's 8.09 PM right now and I'm still up here recording. I have to take a shower. And so on that note, I'm just going to love you and leave you. Tuesday. Hey, I'm getting like super in my feels right now, getting ready to release the 100th episode. Um, and I'm going to get into all that. But I am painfully full right now. So it's Brett's mom's birthday and we took her to Tokyo Steakhouse in Natoma. So if you guys remember... We tried to take my brother there for his birthday last May, but they weren't doing the table service. The wait was super long, so we didn't go. Then we went to Bombay and my brother got food poisoning. Is that ringing a bell for everyone? Okay. So we had plans to go to Tokyo Steakhouse. I tried to make a reservation. I couldn't. They just said to get there before 630 because it gets super packed. So my sister-in-law got there first. We drove with my brother and Brett's parents. We got there. They said 45-minute wait, but we actually got in a lot sooner. If you guys have not been 
to Tokyo Steakhouse in Natomas. It is so freaking good. It's so good. Everyone was like so happy. My brother loved it. I was like, I bet you regret getting food poisoning up at Bombay instead of going to Tokyo Steakhouse. He's like, yeah, damn right. Um, Melanie and Steve both said it's the best food that they have had since they've come to America to visit us. And we've taken them to Hawks. We've taken them to Camden. We've taken them to Ruth's Chris. I mean, we've taken them to a lot of places. So that's really saying a lot. But I am so uncomfortably, uncomfortably full. I just had yogurt and granola today. I've been, really been on a yogurt kick. So I was physically sick. I was so hungry when we got there. And now I feel the complete opposite. We had to, I had to go to Target afterwards. And conveniently, this place is located in the same parking lot as a Target and a Tomas. So the whole time I was like, oh, after dinner, we'll be able to walk it off. Yeah, there ain't no walking this off. And we went to that Target. It is, I'm bringing it back. It's Bootsy. Let me tell you. Bo- Bootsy, write it down. 100 episodes. It's Bootsy. We walked in. There's nothing on the shelves. It's was dead. Like, I, can, can your girl get some ultra tampons? Are there any nighttime pads? Where's the body wash? No, I had like eight things on my list. I could only get a couple because they were out of everything. So whack, whack and bootsy. Um, And now we're home and I just walked up to the front porch. Well, first of all, we normally come through the garage. But I said, I feel like there's something on the front porch. I went and looked and my friends Kaylin, Katie and Danae dropped me off some flowers with a little note that says, like, congratulations on 100 episodes. Thanks for making us laugh every week. Like, I can't even. I thought, I don't know what I thought, but I was not expecting that. You know, my birthday's in a couple days. So I was like, oh, someone dropped me off some birthday flowers or something. But no, it was for my podcast, which means obviously so much more than my birthday. And I'm just so thankful. So immediately I was like, Brett, can you take some pictures of me in the kitchen? Because I'm going to do this big, long, sappy post tonight. I'm going to do my regular on the Instagram page, the What the Chuck. And then I'm going to do a post also on my personal Instagram page as well. So I was like, Brett, can you take a picture of me with these flowers, but don't get the bottom half of my body in? Because I'm literally so full. I just changed out of my jeans into lime green shorts, but I kept my shirt, my necklace, my hair, my makeup on. So I was like, just get the top half. No, every single picture he took, you can see my lime green shorts. So that's just how the post is going to have to be. And then the kitchen light was shining down on me. So he had me stand in a different position and I like the pictures that he took. But there's all this laundry hanging to dry over the banister in the background. It's fine. It's perfectly imperfect. And that's just how we like it around here. So tonight we're going to watch This Is Us because in England, they're they're all caught up. It airs on Thursdays in England, but Tuesday's here. So it's 8.50 right now. By the time I do this, edit it, get it up, wash my face, get comfy on the couch. It'll be perfect timing to fast forward through the commercials. I cannot wait until we find out who Kevin ends up with. And I'm annoyed that it's between Sophie, um, the girl that I like, the veteran, and then this random wedding singer girl who I just can't. I think the reason I don't like her because I'm associating her with the girl from Inventing Anna. What was her name? I can't, I don't even know. So I posted about that on my Instagram and so many people were like, haven't you watched um, Scandal? She's from Scandal. I got so many messages. My bad. Never seen Scandal. Couldn't tell you what network it's on. Don't know anything. So we're going to find out tonight. I can't wait. And then we're going to go to sleep. And tomorrow our fence is getting done. And I am not kidding. It feels like an episode of a show is coming out tomorrow. Like, what's going to happen with the fence? Are they going to do the whole yard? Are they going to do half a yard? We'll find out. We also got a quote in from one of the landscapers, and it was a really good quote. He said, 2500 to do everything. We just have to buy the rock and the sod. So I'm going to call tomorrow, get estimates on that, find out how much it's all going to be. Brett went to Costco today, got us new furniture for the backyard because we've been buying just like sun loungers from big lots and we've been going through them like they get rested in the sun and then people fall through them and then they're like embarrassed that they've fallen through them and we've already gone through a few so I'm like why don't we just spend more money 
and get nicer ones. So we got new sun beds from Costco. They were like 200 bucks a pop. We still need to buy the cushions for them before the weekend because we're having like a little birthday thing here, um, a little birthday barbecue. So yeah, that's pretty much how the day's been. I am roasting right now upstairs in my office. It's so hot up here. It's like so nice everywhere else in the house. And this house, this room is just freaking hot. So a couple things that I forgot to mention yesterday on the podcast. Um, first of all, we, I told you that Brett was doing the following game and I posted about this on my Instagram. So you probably saw it, but, um, Brett was like, there's gangsters in front of us. And I was like, what? And he was like, the, the cartel car is in front of us. It was a, like a, like a black suburban. I'm like, okay, we're watching too much Mayans. We need to reel that back a little bit. And then also when we were going through the grapevine, Brett was singing dancing in the grapevine. And I'm like, pretty sure you're combining two songs, dancing in the moonlight and heard it through the grapevine. And he was adamant that he had the words right, even though he did not. Um, So uh, I just want to say a couple things about I tweeted something earlier when I was thinking about like my hundredth episode and how. When I started this, I mean, I don't know. I've definitely gone through phases of things like, you know, I've had my website and, you know, I I thought I was going to be an animal groomer and that lasted like five seconds. So I've definitely gone through phases, as most people do, of thinking that they want to accomplish something and then sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. And so I really took a chance with this podcast. I thought maybe this was going to be something to pass the time while I was out of work. And, you know, since then I was without work. I was without work for a year, got jobs back, got multiple jobs back, and I've still kept it up and I still really enjoy it and I still feel really fulfilled each week when I see people listening to it or when you message me about it and I was just thinking about that earlier and how like accomplished I feel and I tweeted something and you know you can only have a certain amount of characters in Twitter and I just feel like this sums up how I'm feeling like pretty perfectly so my tweet says tomorrow episode 100 of my podcast drops 100 episodes by myself every week it hasn't always been easy or convenient not every episode has been great but damn I'm proud of myself for being consistent holding down three jobs and continuing to make time for something that I love and I felt that in my soul like I it hasn't always been convenient and it hasn't always been easy and sometimes I put out episodes that I fucking know are trash I know they're not all winners but I still come back every week I still come back every day. Well, most of the time there have been quite a few quickets, quickets. There's been quite a few quickets suckling, succotash this episode. Um, But I was in Disney. So please forgive me. The episode is still over an hour long when I edited it today. I was like, oh, wow, I've already got an hour. I must have really talked yesterday. Um, It hasn't always like there are some days and some weeks where I'm just like, I can't fit it in. I can't I can't do it. I can't I can't do it, but I get so fulfilled from it. I love that I've like created this rapport with so many people, like in just this relationship, talking about Starbucks drinks to Jamba Juice to TV shows to relationships. I mean, there's just been so much that we've covered and I've gained so much from recording this podcast and from all of you who interact with me. And I hope that you guys feel the same. I really like can see this thing going so far and we're just, you know, know, in the beginning phases of that, um, I was listening to a podcast today, two people that are actually one person that I know just started a new podcast. And, you know, it was a two person show and 
they're going back and forth. And it's so nice to have that. But also you can get a little bit carried away when you have someone to go off of, especially someone that you know. You start going down the rabbit hole and talking about things that no one really cares about. You get into conversations that are impressive to you two or you reminisce and you don't really focus on the person that's listening or you kind of lose sight of who's listening and what they give a fuck about, for lack of better words. And so even though like I'm sure it could have been easier if I would have been one of those podcasts that tried to have guests or and I've thought about it, you know, doing other things like, oh, I feature other people. And yeah, here and there that has come in handy. I think I've done a few episodes like that. But really, I think that the meat and potatoes of what this podcast is about is just unfortunately me ranting 24 seven about God knows what, whether it be how insecure I'm feeling or a great restaurant that I love or a reality show or The Bachelor or what's happening with Chuck and Benny or the drama in the neighborhood or Brett's pissing me off for the week. Like I am just unapologetic. I'm unapologetically me. XO Megan. Um, I just feel like this has really been a good outlet outlet for me. And I feel like I'm really thankful that I am doing it by myself because it's just kind of allowed me to freeform talk, which is not easy, by the way. It's not easy to sit here and talk for an extended period of time. I mean, try doing it. Honestly, I think about that all the time that I just sit here and turn on a mic and rant. And I, you know, I've gone through changes through the years. I went from recording all in one day to editing. I used to sit and listen to every single episode and edit things out. I used to edit it down to bare bones. And now I just use it as a daily diary and I talk and I don't edit and I don't filter and I just say whatever I'm saying. And sometimes I think back and cringe at the things that I talked about, like a couple weeks ago when I went on that rant of how self-conscious I was feeling. I was thinking about that for probably nine or 10 days afterwards. Like, God, did I people are dying full circle. Did I really need to get into all that? Probably not. But it was what I was feeling. And I just let myself talk. And hopefully that resonates with people. And if it doesn't, well, maybe the next episode will get on a topic that does resonate with you. And I hope that you guys really feel um, connected to this podcast, not just because you may know me or because you may have met me or listened to me on the radio at some point. I honestly feel and hope that this is a podcast that you can relate to and can continue to relate to. And I hope that I really grow and evolve and who knows, maybe turn this into something even bigger down the road. Um, I started out making playlists with this podcast. I've sold merch, which, by the way, I still do sell merch. You can find the link in my bio. Swipe up to shop. Um, I fucking just someone does. Someone says that. Ooh, ooh, probably Bitch Bible. That's really the only podcast that I listen to. Well, mm, I haven't listened to her in a while, but. Anyways, I thank you guys so much for listening. I am almost at 30,000 streams or downloads for the history of this ep- of this podcast. So 100 episodes, almost at 30,000. I appreciate it so much. I can't thank you enough for listening. I can't thank you enough for sharing. I can't thank you enough for interacting. I can't thank you enough just for being here week in and week out, even if I've maybe rubbed you the wrong way or you haven't agreed with something that I've said or you're over me rambling and my just like pointless (laughs) conversations with myself sometimes. I really appreciate you coming back each and every week and being here. Thank you so much for the support. I love you all. A hundred fucking episodes. It's gone by so fast, but at the same time it hasn't. Like I remember 
Again, shout out to Kaylin, Kate, Katie, and Danae. It's so hard to say. Five. Katie, Kaylin, and Danae. Katie, Kaylin, and Danae. Okay, I guess Katie, Kaylin, and Danae. I'm just putting a T in her word. It's hard to say five times fast. Um, I remember when they and Violetta, they got me that cake and like got me like all these gifts and stuff for my 50th episode and me thinking like, God, 50 episodes. That's so crazy. And now I'm at 100, 100 episodes. It's been 10,000 money and 10,000 Like, can you believe it? A hundred episodes. A hundred. And 50 didn't seem like that long ago. And I remember thinking that was a huge milestone. I almost feel silly for celebrating it now that I look back on it. But then again, you should always celebrate your milestones. Celebrate the little things. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. I just feel really like, oh, oh. <laughs> if I wasn't so full, I could probably cry. No, low key. I probably really could cry right now. Like I feel really emotional about this. And I just like it's such a labor of love. And I'm just not going to ramble anymore. I'm going to go watch This Is Us. Cry my little eyes out. Post my little sappy post on Instagram. I'm much better sometimes when I can lay my thoughts out. Um, but thank you again. A hundred fucking episodes. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at What The Chuck Podcast. Share, share it with a friend. Leave me five stars. Leave a review. And I'll talk to you next week. 101, baby. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at WhatTheChuckPodcast.